former University of Georgia linebacker, Tay Crowder. Tay, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing well. Thanks for joining us. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me. So, Tay, you, just like every other American, is dealing with the issues of the coronavirus, which has pretty much shut down America in a lot of ways. For you, you can't, your pro day actually was just recently canceled, which obviously affects you in a negative fashion. How are you dealing with this at this point? Uh, You know, just keeping in contact with my loved ones, Uh, you know, just trying to make sure everything is going smooth. You know, it's kind of hard for everything to go smooth at this point in time, but just trying to stay active and don't try to sit around, you know, get a sweat in each day that I can. But, uh, you know, hopefully uh, the the, the uh, coronavirus calm down soon. Yeah. Uh, you and, and, and this whole country, this whole world, can't wait for that to happen. So how are you now? Because in a lot of ways, you know, we talked about your pro day. That was your big chance, your big opportunity to show a lot of people what you bring to the table. How are you right. trying to get in front of, of scouts, GMs? What are you doing in terms of trying to, you know, impress these guys without kind of being in front of them? It, uh, I'm just, uh, I put out, I put out a video recently, uh, worked out with my coach. Uh, she was coach uh, Glenn Schumann back at Georgia, and I mean he he's just been pushing me to work hard, uh, just taking me through drills and stuff like that. And uh, I actually put out a tape uh, this week, so and I'm, I reached out to teams with it. So hopefully I get good feedback and uh, hopefully that they're, they're able to see what I can do a little bit from there. So in terms of like say you you're going to run a forty, so with that particular video, is that video showing you running a forty and things of that nature? No, I was just doing a lot of uh, a lot of stuff that uh, means more than uh, just running. So like just just drills, more 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 of stuff that you actually do on the field in a game. So I did like linebacker drills, stuff like that. Okay. So do you envision yourself? You know, obviously the draft is April twenty third. So is there a possibility that you will put together some kind of something that shows you running the 40, shows you doing the bench press or things of that nature? Uh, It it wasn't something I was uh, leaning towards, but if if a coach wanted to see me do it or a particular scout or anything like that, I would probably do it. But if they just want to see how I move and how I play, yeah, and I'll probably I probably won't put that out. Okay. Okay. So how at this point have you talked to any scouts, any coaches, any GMs around the league? You asked if I have? Yes. Oh yeah, most definitely. Okay. I've definitely been talking to a different uh few teams. Are you getting good feedback? Yeah, I am. You know, it ain't. There's nothing I can really do about it. It's, it's all about what they want and, and and how they view me. So, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, God just 
you know, keep pulling for me and everything will work out. For sure. Everything happens for a reason, and we'll have to no see doubt. and figure out what that reason is. We're talking to former University of Georgia linebacker, Tate Crowder. So how are you handling the workouts? Are you doing the workouts alone, obviously, with social distancing and everything? Are you doing your workouts alone? So I was at Exos in uh, Frisco, Texas, working out for two months. And I came out to uh, Athens on March 1st. And I was okay. kind of working out and doing stuff with my uh, with my coach, Coach uh, Schumann, Coach Glenn Schumann. And, um, you know, I was doing that by myself before all this happened. So, But in Exo, okay. it was kind of like a, a group thing at a, at a training facility. Okay. All right. So even even now, with everybody saying, you know, you got to be separated from each other, you're doing things by yourself at this point? Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, I work out with some of my family, like a lot of a lot of different family I got that's, that's playing ball, high school, college, okay. in the league, stuff like that. I'm not just by myself, but I'm, uh, you know, just – Making sure everybody everybody good, including myself. For Health sure. Wise. So, go ahead. Oh, I'm good. So let me ask you this: You know, it would be a lot easy for you, easier I should say for you, if you would have got that combine invite. Ultimately, that didn't happen, and it's in the past. But were you surprised that you didn't get selected to go to the combine? Being that you were a Buckets Award semifinalist? Uh, at first, I was kind of surprised just because, I mean, I felt like I was a senior who, you know, worked hard, and I felt like I earned that. But, you know, um, it's just another thing that you got to, you know, use as motivation. And it wasn't really a big deal because I still had Pro Day coming up, so I, ain't let it bring, I did not let that bring me down. Not one bit, but not getting the invite was kind of uh, hard for me at first. But, you know, I mean, the coaches want to see who they want to see, and there's nothing I can control. For sure, for sure. So looking at, you know, when you first came to Georgia, you were a running back. And ultimately, you know, you talk to the coaches, coaches talk to you, and you guys ultimately, they made the decision to move you over to linebacker, move you to defense. Talk about that adjustment for you. How long did it take for you to feel comfortable being a linebacker? Uh, so I, I moved. I made the transition my uh, sophomore, my red shirt sophomore season. And, I mean, that whole that whole time was just like a trial for me, basically. The, even though the first day was a trial and I, and I passed that, but I was still, you know, getting comfortable each day, day by day. And by the uh, by the end of that season, uh, I started getting comfortable, you know, started learning the play, the playbook and stuff like that. So it, it took that whole that whole season and and the next season just to, you know, start to get comfortable with that spot. Do you miss being a running back? I always get that question. Uh, I do. 
I mean, you know, you, as a running back, you, you have the ball in your hands all the time. So, you know, that it, that's that's a fun part of the game, running the ball. But um, but I, I I really do enjoy playing linebacker a lot too. So, well, how long does it take for you? I mean, obviously you were running back pretty much your whole life, correct? In high school and everything. Oh yeah. Uh, so in high school, I, I played a lot of different positions. I played quarterback, uh, wide receiver, uh, tight end, and a little bit of running back. My senior year in high school, I played all running backs. But uh, throughout my whole career in uh, high school, I played different positions, kind of wherever they needed me at times. But on defense, I played at like free safety. Never playing linebacker in high school. Okay. Linebacker position. Was that a position that you saw yourself playing? Um, so in, in middle school <laughs> going back <laughs> into everywhere. But in in middle school I played like a, a rover type position, which is like a safety linebacker type position. So I wasn't and in rec ball too. I had to put that okay. out there. In rec ball I played linebacker. So I mean it was it was something that helped me out at a young age, just having the experience to play defense and, you know, just hit people. I, I, it always stuck with me. <laughs> so when we talk about you, you know, kind of your one of your biggest moments in, in college was the onside, the squib kick in the Rose Bowl against Oklahoma. You, you know, obviously you used your running back skills, your wide receiver skills, you know, yeah. to be able to get that ball and ultimately set up a 55-yard field goal, which kind of helped you guys, what led to the comeback for you guys and ultimately led to you guys winning that game and ultimately going to the national championship. Is that a play that that will stick for you, stick with you forever? Oh, yeah, no doubt. I mean – whether that was the play to turn the game around or whether it was not, you know, I, a lot of people still remember me just from that play. And, I mean, it's a blessing. Like, I felt like I felt like that play came to me for a reason, and it was kind of like my, my whole turnaround starting with that play. I felt wow. like people started believing in me, and it just it kind of took off from there. And that's the funny thing about life. Sometimes it's the smallest thing, it's the littlest thing <laughs> that can change yeah. everything. Yeah, no doubt. It's real. It's really real. And that did it for you. And ultimately, you took off from there. Looking back, ultimately, guys weren't able to win that national championship game. But looking back on that game, does that bother you that you weren't able to get that victory? That vic- that loss still stick with you? Oh yeah, no doubt. Uh, you know, you, you when you say it on TV and stuff like that, you're always gonna say like, "Dang, like we were that close. Like, how did we lose?" But I mean, that's something. Just the competitive nature of me and other people who was in that game, it'll always stick with us. Just because we were so close. So how do you see your Georgia Bulldogs moving forward? How do you see this team next season? Man, I'm excited if we've been honest. I'm, you know, we lost. We didn't really lose 
too much of the people who still on the defense defensive side of the ball. So I'm very excited to see them. And uh, the offense, I, I think we, we're, we're going to keep getting better each year. So it's just something to look forward to. And I'm I'm just excited to see them. You see a national championship in their future? Uh, over the years, I feel like we could definitely uh, win a national championship. How about next year? I'm definitely. Hey, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. So let me ask you this. You know, you had 62 tackles last season, big-time year. You anchored a big-time defense. What do you bring to the table in terms of the next level? How do you see yourself? You see yourself staying on the inside as an inside linebacker? Uh, yeah, I do. View, I see myself as that. But, like, you know, at this time, a, a teammate, wherever the team fell in love with me at, I'm a, you know, I'm going to play that. Uh, it's been like that all my years and, you know, middle school, high school, college. So where I, wherever I can fit at and help the team, that's where I'm going to be at. And that's where I'm going to play. So in terms of feedback, you know, some of the things I'm reading – I'm reading you're going to be a, a late drafted guy, maybe sixth, seventh round at this point. Is that what you're hearing? Are you hearing anything different? I mean, through the process, I've been hearing different, uh, a lot of different stuff. But, I mean, like I said, it's not really my car. Uh, whatever team, you know, fall in love with me or, or, or whatever team takes me, you know, then I'm going to go with that. So, I like so who? You are a Georgia kid, so who was your favorite team growing up? Oh, uh, and what uh, division? Football. NFL. Uh, I never really had a favorite NFL team. I always had like players I looked up to. Okay. Uh, I always liked it all Georgia teams, just being from the hometown. The Falcons, the Hawks, uh, Georgia, you know, and the Braves, of course. Okay, yeah, for sure. So, obviously, you want to play the NFL, you want to play, and you're willing to play anywhere. But would it mean something to you, mean something a little extra, if you could stay home and, and maybe play with the Falcons? Yeah, it would mean a lot. It'll be pretty cool, you know. It'll be like a that'll be like a blessing to me. Just as a kid, growing up, that's you know I always wanted to play and put on for my for my state. So I couldn't ask for nothing more. For sure. So you talked about you didn't have a favorite team, but you had favorite players. Who were your favorite players? I was a big fan of Michael Vick. Growing up, uh, like I said, I played a little bit of quarterback and all type of stuff. So I was definitely a scrambling quarterback. And um, <laughs> I just always admired Michael Vick just from what he did and brought to the game. So you had a little Michael Vick in you. Yeah, I could, I could, I could scramble and make some plays a little bit. <laughs> Let me ask you this. You know, last year, there's a lot of Georgia Bulldogs who were picked last year. DeAndre Baker, Hardman uh, for the Chiefs. Have you reached out 
to any of those guys who have been through this process to get some advice on how, you know, you can do various things or how you should do things? Oh, yeah, I mean, we, we always talk from uh, time to time. We got a group message, so that question, I, I mean, a lot of people always ask how the process is, but we us being so close, you know, we kind of saw how the process would go. Okay. Just from saying them go through it, so we definitely partook in that. And the tough part now is with the way things are going on, I mean, there's really no advice at this point because no one's really been through something like this. I mean, with the coronavirus and everything, because this is just unprecedented. I mean, it's, it's just, it's surreal. The things that are going yes, on it with is the whole surreal. situation. You're right about that. Yeah. So end of the day, why should anybody, why should any team give you an opportunity, give Tay Crowder an opportunity on the next level? I'm going uh, to go out, you know, bring energy to the team. Go out and do what I got to do. I'm an accountable guy. I love to work hard. And I'm going to do whatever it takes to win. So whatever team out there hear this or need somebody like that, that's me. I'm ready to work, I'm ready to win, and I'm just ready to go. For sure, for sure. And and that's all you can be at this point. And hopefully, you know, like we talked about earlier, the situation changes for you, and you'll be able to get in front of some coaches and scouts and GMs and everything. But it does look like at this point it's going to be very difficult with the way things are trending. And also, if we look at things, the way things are trending, there might not be a lot of off-season programs as well, which gives rookies an opportunity to kind of get acclimated, you know, with their particular team or roster. Does that concern you at all or just something that you just don't think about? Yeah, I really don't think about stuff like that. Uh I mean, I can't really control any of that stuff. So, like I said, I'm just ready to go, you know, ready for all this stuff to get be done with and, you know, just get to work. For sure. For sure. So, fans, make sure you check this man out on Twitter, at Tay Crowder, T-A-E, Crowder, C-R-O-W-D-E-R, and support all the great things going on with Tay Crowder as he prepares for the upcoming NFL draft, which is right around the corner. I mean, about a month away. And so this guy got a month now to prove some things to a lot of different people and ultimately get to the National Football League. Tay, absolutely enjoy talking to you, man. Wish you nothing but the best moving forward. Would love to do it again. No doubt. Uh, I appreciate that. Thanks for having me, and go dogs. <laughs> for sure. Take care of yourself. Be safe out there. You too. Appreciate you.